Welcome to this episode of Demonophobia. This is episode two of the Tuong Cemetery uh, investigation. I am Alfie the Skeptic. And I am Isaac the... Uh, I was going to say Believer, but I'm going to be Isaac the One Direction of this episode. Thank you. I don't like you very much. I don't like myself. Yeah, me neither. And this is the second part of the investigation at Tuong. Now, this is a six-episode podcast series. In this season, we uh, go to several different places. What? Is it still six episodes? It is still six episodes. We just have like a little, little bit at the end. Little, a little, you know, a little, a little sneak peek. You'll, you'll know what that is when you know that episode gets released. Now, uh. this. Uh, actually has to be re-recorded because the only part of the recording that we did at the cemetery itself completely corrupted, apart from the Ouija board experiment. Yeah, that was really weird. That is kind of weird. Do you also find that weird? I do. Hmm. Any hoozles. Right. Tuong Cemetery. Tuong Cemetery is Brisbane City Council's uh, largest uh, cemetery and is actually uh, once was Brisbane's main cemetery. It's located on the slopes of Mount Kutha. Uh, it's kind of near Brisbane's inner western suburbs. It borders the Brisbane's Botanical Gardens and Brisbane Forest Park. Now, the Tawong Cemetery officially opened in 1875. Some burials took place uh, from 1871, the most, most notable burial there was Queensland's second governor, Colonel Samuel Blackall. Now, we'll get into him a little bit later. Uh, the cemetery features a number of cultural areas, historic trails and memorials. Community groups are working with the council to maintain and improve the cemetery's condition, which we find interesting because, as we said before, there are graves that, you know stand there from 1871 and you can still find them they are still there some of them are in really good condition some, some of, th of them not so much some of them not so much some of them their condition reflects how my body's condition is yes it does <sighs> completely ruined just absolutely destroyed um as the burial site of um i'll try that again uh, as the burial site became overcrowded and neglected, calls for a new cemetery were put out by concerned residents. The site was chosen by terminally ill Governor Blackall, who was riding past when he was taken with the peaceful hilly location as a prospective resting place for himself. Subsequently, he became the first person to be buried here in 1871, and his substantial monument can be found in a prominent spot with some of the best city views. We found this, and when we say it's a castle, it's a uh, castle. It's quite literally a castle. It's literally a castle. It's huge! It's literally a castle in the sense that it's not at all a castle. It's it's kind of a it, castle. It's quite large. It is large. Depending on which bit of propaganda you believe, there is either a spooky hill uh, that drags cars against gravity... Or there is a beautiful woman who walks around 12, Avenue 12 or 13 and sometimes shows her disturbingly pointed teeth. That's rude to say about someone. Well, hey, I mean... 
Pointy teeth are someone's kink. You can't kink shame. So the first story is that there's a double grave at the top of Avenue 12, the final resting place of two sisters killed in a car accident. If you park your car at the bottom of the hill and put it in neutral, it will roll uphill, pulled by the dead sisters. The second story is that a pretty lady with dark hair and early 19th century clothing wanders around the bottom of Avenue 12. Allegedly, uh, she appears not long after a grave was exhumed and the interred resident was found to be perfectly preserved, but displaying entrancing long fangs. Now, we did a little bit of an investigation. See, it's a kink thing. We I'll did a little bit now. of a, yes, you should. We did a little bit of an investigation here. Um, I went in my car. Isaac filmed from the outside. A bit of a change of pace. I don't think you can go that way. That's a left turn. Oh wait, no roundabouts are okay. I can. I'm not a very good driver. You are not a good driver. I would have gone that way. And you would have. That would have been bad. That would have been very bad. Would have been funny though. That's true. And we we went to go and check whether either of these existed i went on the search for the woman in white and also on any of the hills oh is that where you went i was wondering what took you so long yeah i was on the search for her also it is worth noticing noticing mentioning that it wasn't even nighttime yet it was still pretty light it was still pretty light but we're not allowed there at nighttime and we follow rules we follow laws um yes so we went to do a little bit of investigation there uh, and it nothing happened. I put the car in neutral, um, put the handbrake off, and nothing happened. Well, also, I don't know that we were in the right spot because I, I, I failed to. I had one job to research, and I didn't. Okay, but also the we went to Avenue Twelve, right? I probably. The road I we don't were know. on had a big 12 written on there. I can only could, imagine that, that been, was Avenue 12. Could have been 13. Anyways, this is the part of the episode where we move on to the haunting story and then discuss whether or not it is real. I don't believe this one is. However, this was submitted by a very good uh, friend of mine called Lincoln. He lives in Ipswich near... Well, I say oh, near... That's unfortunate. Send my condolences. I will. Next to a graveyard that used to be a graveyard is no longer a graveyard. It is just land. I've been called worse. I guess you could say it's abandoned. Don't say it. Don't say it. Bit of a ghost town, huh? Hate you. (laughs) Okay. So this is this is I'm going to be reading from the perspective of Lincoln as well. These are recurring experiences that happened in the same house. The first time it happened, I was about eight or nine. I was in my bedroom trying to sleep. It was 11.49pm and I looked over to my clock to try and get a bead on what time it was. And I remember having a deep, gutless feeling in my stomach towards the door. As I looked towards the door, I remember seeing a figure in the doorway. The odd thing was, the figure itself was actually slightly taller than the doorway itself, which means it would have had to be around seven feet tall. That's like your height. It is like my... Thank you. Aww. You're welcome. Aww. It scales with your nose. <laughs> you thought you got away with it. I thought I got away you with didn't. it. You didn't. Another experience in this house happened when I was in my room with my sister. She can testify uh, this happened. Uh, it was uh, around 4pm. Is this, is this safe to air? This next portion? Another experience in this house happened when I was in my room with my sister. She can testify this happened. I was. It was around 4pm, and she was playing Skyrim in my room. 
She stopped playing, and we talked and watched the sun go down out of my window. Oh, how romantic. It was. When it went down and it was dark, we looked back to the TV, and at the end of my bed, there was a little girl. She disappeared almost immediately. Neither of us recognised her, and neither of us knew what happened. My house is fairly new, but situated next to an old cemetery. The plot next to my house used to be where some of the older graves were situated. Right. I like to think I have an explanation for both of these. I want to see no, what you... you usually do. I, I, well, that's because I'm always smart. The first one. A dark figure, which is seven foot tall. And it's at uh, the middle of the night. Sleep paralysis. It, okay, okay, that's an odd one. What do Wasn't you mean it's an odd that. one? I wasn't expecting that. I've had sleep paralysis, and I've had a very similar thing. I don't believe in the paranormal, uh, but it's that's the only thing it could have been, right? It's sleep paralysis. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things it could have been. Okay, yes, there's a lot of things it could have been. It could have been the devil himself having a little bit of a twerk in his doorway. No, it was sleep paralysis. Well, the devil's not that tall. He's only five foot six. How? Do, what song is this from? It's not from a song. Which supernatural actor is it? Can't prove it. Is it Crowley? Can't prove it. It was a sleep paralysis demon. That's what I'm going to say it is. I don't know what you think it is, Isaac, with your quirky, made-up twaddle about ghosts or whatever. Crowley's five foot eight. See? Now, the second one. They were playing a game in the room, right? Skyrim. So, do you maybe sure. think... That after looking out the very bright window and turning back to a very dark room, uh, they would. Well, here's uh, the thing: they watch the sun go down. The sun isn't bright at night. That would well, no, but the like the they're, they're, their irises would still be. Um, I mean, if you watch the sun go down, you've watched it go down. Right. Is, you've watched it adjust to the dark. All right. Well, you've been looking outside. Your iris is going to be different from when you're looking inside. When they turn back to the TV, surely they would have seen just an AI on the TV. Uh, there's no children in Skyrim. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, I looked it up. Huh. Well, yeah. maybe maybe they just thought it was a kid. You know, because joint psychosis is a thing. When uh, you refer... Okay, it's a very rare thing. It's... Yeah. But I... Uh, that one, I think, is is an AI on the game. But I will, I will say... The first one was sleep paralysis. I get a win on that one. Thank you. The second uh, one, I'm going to give a half-half to Isaac and myself, because I can't think of a proper explanation for it. Spoopy. Spoopy. We'll call it Spoopy. You know what? Uh, the energy of the video game attracted the small child. So, I don't want to think about that, thank you, because... You're welcome. The next part is the going to be the one part that did work on the Oh, program. yeah. And how'd that go for you, buddy? We're about to find out. All right. Let's take a look. To relax. Uh, you've got too much tension on the planchette. You're gonna have to sit directly, basically where I'm kneeling. Okay. Now place your thumbs on the center at the bottom, and your index fingers right at the top, and apply as little pressure as possible. Okay. Let me just get the camera rotated. Okay. Open your mind and your legs. Just your mind. Okay. As lightly as possible. Obviously, keep your hands on it. Try and keep it as light as possible. Okay. And just ask generic questions. Is anyone here? 
Is anyone here? Is there someone that would like to talk to me? Don't like that. trying to spell out your name. What is your name? Light pressure. Stay relaxed. Uh, I can feel it moving. No, I... Mm. No? You don't want to? You want to? Mm. I think... You know what, we're going to cut it on this one, because this <laughs> feels like this one has a little bit of history. I might just cut in on... Oh, the, my Right, you. yes. My this, you. I'm still I a skeptic. A I'm still a skeptic. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Demonophobia. Uh, to this episode of Demonophobia. You believed? I've been Alfie. Oh my god. half-skeptic. And say goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> nope. someone mm. not again not what do you mean again